Yay, we are back. We are back. Oh, we really need to uh, think of something else to start this with because oh. every week we're like, we are back. <laughs> Whoopsies, that's but all right. Are. But we are back, so <laughs> it's the truth. It's true. How are you? <laughs> I'm really good. How are you? Good, good. Busy? Always, always busy? <laughs> we always start with this. We are always busy. <laughs> I know, but what else? Like, really, we are. Like, everything's just happening really quickly. Yeah. We are um, in the midst of... Well, we're about to start planning Melbourne Central opening. Yeah, we are. We've um, got our big winter campaign. Big winter campaign. Oh, and lots of launches even before that. Yeah, very exciting stuff coming up. But the big winter campaign. Oh, oh. we can't wait for you guys to see that. I think we even spoke about it in one of the yeah. other episodes, but we're just way too excited. Oh, um, yeah, I feel like we've just been sitting on this. We have. Like all, all the samples are just all around the office yep. and we just... We see them every day and we're like, oh, we can't wait I know. for people to see this. It's going to be so good. So good. Amazing. Ah, but anyway, today's episode, um, we thought being the PR and social media coordinators at Elite 11, we would dive into a bit of that space. Yes. Um, you know, the nature of social media is always changing, ever evolving, and we are just constantly having to keep up with what's going on. Always. Which is difficult because- <laughs> It's so hard. It's always changing. It is always changing. Nothing's ever the same. No, and in the three years yeah. that we've been here, it has changed. It's completely so much. changed. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we'll like touch on a bit of like influencing marketing, um, even just like uh, some of the marketing strategies that we use and um, how that's sort of all changed and yeah, just have a conversation about it. I guess. Yeah. So maybe we'll start with our influences yeah. and like how we have evolved from when we first. Um, started in this role yep. to now because yep. it is, as, as we said, completely different. Yeah. Um, a complete change. Yeah. So, yeah, when Vanessa and I first came into this role, as you would know, we didn't have any experience. Yeah. No idea what we were doing. And like the goal for us was just find big influences mm-hmm. with a huge following and throw a lot of money at them. Yeah. And that that's what, I mean, that worked back then. Yeah. I think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy because like it's so only a few years ago when we were doing this, um, like when we would spend money on these bigger influencers that had these large followings, we would actually see the conversion. Yeah. And like people were buying. They were. um, Based off, you know, what people were sort of promoting on their socials. But it's sort of become so saturated now that I think customers or consumers know or can see right through that now. Yeah, they can. people aren't really buying no straight from what they see an influencer promoting anymore so yeah like we can't really or we don't really use that as a like statistic to you know continue working with someone like yeah it's completely different no, now it's completely different in that now we we really try to focus on building strong and personal relationships with everyone that we work with yeah um which I think We've done a really good job at yep. like all of our influencers and ambassadors now, whether they're big, like they've got a huge following or they've got a small following. We have a really good relationship with all of them. We talk to all of them personally yeah, um, through their management as well. Like it's, yeah, it's just, it's much more of an authentic relationship than what yeah. it used to be, which I think is really yeah. important. Um, and I think, yeah, a lot of brands have gone this way, which yep. is just the right thing to do in my opinion. I remember when we first launched our classics collection and it was also around about the time of Eoffy. Yeah. And we were like, all right, what influences can we get to promote? And we literally like just got 
any Tom, Dick and Harry that we could find. Literally. And we were like, yes, yes, yes. Let's just, and they can promote this product and let's just do it. Yeah. Now it's like, yeah, exactly what you said. We don't, and we're not necessarily looking for um, lots of influencers to promote our products. Instead, we want to build those long-term relationships so that we can have those long-term partnerships so that there is a more organic sort of authentic relationship way of promoting the brand. Even like I feel like now we don't even like sometimes we send products pre-launch to say like like announce this, blah, blah, blah. Um, But I think we kind of rarely even do that now whereas we'll send them something um, even after launch or we'll wait for them to purchase it themselves if they want to and just kind of let them do that as authentically as they want to. We don't really rely on our influencers to like promote yeah, launch for us anymore. Yeah. So like in case you're not sort of in this space, how it works is you speak to um, an influencer's management usually unless they are self-managing and you speak to them directly, but usually you'll agree or negotiate on a price and a set of deliverables that they'll um, post and then um, you brief them, basically caption what you want them to do and et cetera. But yeah. P and I have never <laughs> actually briefed. no. And I think this is this is another reason that we believe that we've created these really authentic relationships yeah. with managements and with influencers mm-hmm. and ambassadors personally because I think they really appreciate that we don't like try and make them say words about a product that they don't really believe. Yeah. Um. So we kind of just say like, this is the product. Um. If it's before a launch, like we give dates, so nothing like that is mixed up. Or if it's a sale, like we give dates and specifics. But apart from that, we pretty much just say go for your life and we also don't tell them how to take their content. Yeah. Um, we just, again, say do, like you do you, you do what yeah. is most authentic for you and for uh, like what you know that your audience is going to resonate with. Yeah, 100%. Like we, um, we believe that, you know, well, we aren't the creators. No. So P&I's belief is that they are the content creators. They know what works best with their audience. They also want to be putting out content that aligns with the way they want to of be perceived. So um, we kind of give them free reign to do that. Yeah. And um, I think that's really effective because, yeah, I think, as I said before, customers or consumers can really see right through what's an ad and what's They can. And even if it's not organic. so obvious for people that aren't in this space, like I think it's even enough – because you and I are in the space and I think we can see clear as day if something has been like heavily briefed or if that caption is not their own words. Like Mm. it's quite obvious to us and Mm. I don't think that we ever want to like be involved in that. I just think – I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan well, of yeah, it. Yeah, and I think because we are consumers, like yeah, like we P are. and I have been invested in big influences. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. We do. We we are prime examples Absolutely. of people that get influenced by other people. But I think when I see um, sort of an influencer posting something, and it you can just tell that it's been a copy paste from a brief. It's like oh, like I kind of yeah, skip through it. It's like you don't want to feel like you're being sold. To. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, you just you, you want to see something and you, you want to see someone authentically wearing something or showing something off and be like, oh, like that looks really cool. Not yeah. like, oh, like they're telling me to buy that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we never want it to be like that. And I like I think I can pretty confidently say that when our influencers post, it doesn't look like that. Yeah, 
you know? Yeah. Which is, yeah. Well, really I think important. the other thing about like our, the, the people that we sort of work with is we'll, we'll never work with someone that doesn't genuinely love the product. Yeah. And me, P and I can tell instantly whether or not someone actually really loves the product or is just, you know, of we course. don't, we don't want it to be transactional. No way. And you can tell straight away when something is just, oh, they just, you know, this is a job for them or yeah. actually they genuinely love the product. And the, the best part about working with people that genuinely love the product is they'll continue to wear it outside of the deliverables yes, that they're meant to be posting. Yeah, it's so clear to us when someone yeah. actually loves uh, what we're providing yeah. um, or, if they're, yeah. they're just, or if it is just a transaction. Like yeah. I, I think every one of our influencers and ambassadors, when they're posting random stories like yeah. that aren't we aren't paying for whatsoever. Well, they're not and tagging they're, yeah, us. No. They're just like, wearing it. Yeah, they're it. just wearing it. They're wearing it in so many of their um, social media posts, which um, is really nice. Yeah. And like, I guess they're sort of the things we look for when, when selecting who we're going to work with. Like we obviously mentioned that back in the day, we would just choose anybody and just try and get as much as we could. Yeah. But now we really are quite selective in who we are wanting to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll work with people that a, of course, genuinely love the product and want yep. to work with us. B, their sort of values align with ours. Um, and also, you know, back then, this is another thing, like we were always looking for influencers that had really big followings. Um, now it's sort of we look past that. We don't even actually look at the following. We look at, right. okay, how is this person engaging with the people that are following them? Like do they have a high engagement? Yeah. Um, I mean you can – always tell when someone's got fake followers these days. It's all about the engagement and like how you do not need to have a high following and you don't need to have um, like heaps of engagement, but it's kind of relative to your following and how many views you're getting like on your reels, for example, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like if you have 2000 followers and you're getting like a thousand views on a reel, like that is really good engagement. Yeah. Comparable to how many followers you have. Yeah. Like that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah, we really try and look at, um, not, not at the follow account because that, Mm -hmm. that's not important to us anymore. It used to be, we used to think that that's what you were supposed to do, but I, we personally don't think it's like that anymore. We look at how these people are engaging with their audience um, and how their audience is engaging back with them. Correct. Which is, it's super important. Um, and yeah, all of, as I said, all of our influencers and ambassadors have that really authentic and personal relationship with their followers. That's right. Like, and we don't have, um, you know, compared to some other brands that, you know, have a lot, a lot of influencers posting all the time, we've kind of reined it in a little bit and, uh, we have a smaller group of people that represent Mm -hmm. the brand, but we, as you said, we have really good relationships with these people, long-term relationships, um, that, yeah, sort of they kind of reflect the values that we instill here at Elite 11 Yeah, and might not necessarily have a huge following. Like we've got um, – I would say we have a lot more micro-influencers now promoting the brand than we do with those bigger yeah. ones. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think, yeah, that whole influencing marketing, it's just completely changed. It, like, Yeah, the space is – it's completely different. And I think TikTok's been a big part in that. Um, it's, it's given sort of the everyday person a platform to – Exactly. Because, you know, the algorithm just works. In mysterious ways. Yes, mysterious <laughs> ways. Mysterious. But it gives like, you know, the everyday person a chance to get on someone's for you page and then it explodes and then, exactly. you know, you might cum- accumulate a following. Yeah. So TikTok has created a lot of opportunities yeah. for um, people where Instagram did not. Yeah. Um, 
and a hoop. I feel like it was yeah. harder in that Instagram game. Way if harder. You, if you didn't already sort of have that. Yeah, it was more like if you didn't, like if you don't have followers on mm. Instagram, it is very hard to reach a new audience. Yeah. But if you don't have followers on TikTok and you've made a random video that has just happened to pop off. Yeah. Like you can you can do that. that yeah. That happens all the time. Yeah. You've seen it time and time again. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think now we always look at those sort of micro-influences to, um, to, you know, get on board and create those sort of partnerships with. Yeah. And I think they are more effective in that con- in converting. Like yeah. even when I'm looking at something, right, if I get an ad for a brand, I won't, I just kind of skip through it, right? I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. If I see sort of a micro-influencer or an everyday person doing like a get ready with me, for example, and mm-hmm. I really love what they're wearing, that to me, I will instantly yes. go, I want that and I'll go jump on the website and try to find it. Absolutely. Do you find that too? Yeah. Like, uh, that's just how. So much. All oh, there's the ones that you see on TikTok when like they're not promoting the brand at all and they don't yeah. even say where it's from. Yeah. And you're like, oh, like I wish, where is that from? Yeah. Like I'm looking through the comments, like I hope someone's commented asking yeah, yeah, where yeah. that outfit's yeah, from yeah. so I can go and buy it. Yeah. But yeah, again, like you don't want to be sold to. You don't want to be yeah. sold to when you're just, all you want to do is go on your phone, scroll through Instagram or TikTok. Like this is your me time. Like Mm. I'm I'm just scrolling. I'm just trying to have a good time. I don't want an ad in my face telling me to go and spend money. Like that just, it annoys me. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, like, because you know, you know what's actually. Exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. And like, it's not to say that we don't still want to work with these larger influencers because um, Some honestly, of our influences are still large. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, it does, it is successful, but I yeah. think you, the, like influencing marketing is completely changing and you sort of have to keep up with the changes. You do. And I think it's hard a, to keep up yeah. with because it is changing so frequently. All the time. And I think you just need to be willing to adapt to that and sort of have, ha, like we've got a good balance of both. And yeah. I think a, a balance of having both is like, a requirement like yeah, you kind of need both those smaller sort of influences and ambassadors and then you know a handful of the bigger or larger influences that you know you resonate with and and yeah. promote the brand so yeah and I think something else that we've also been focusing on just recently I would say we started maybe towards the back end of last year is yeah. gifting to those like smaller micro influences um giving them a chance to try out the product and show it to their audience and then seeing how um, their audience has engaged with their content and then like that hopefully leading on to more of a contract um, kind of basis. But, yeah, I think the gifting thing is really cool. Yeah. Um, It's it's really easy. There's no obligation for the um, person to be posting if they don't end up liking the product, like what we're sending them. Um, Yeah, it's just a really cool way to see – uh, how these smaller influencers can resonate with their audience. Yeah. Um, and I think that's worked really well for us yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. And then that goes on to kind of like how our content has changed um, like over the years. Yeah. Like our content that we post to hopefully like tell people like this is a cool product Um you want to buy this product is completely different (laughs) yeah also like we started off with really polished and um pretty and aesthetically pleasing videos and we still do that like we have amazing videographers who do an awesome awesome job they're such hard workers yeah um but we have then found that just as much as the influencer space is changing the content space is changing 
Dramatically. Dramatically, yeah. like crazy. So yeah. now those unpolished, quick videos that people have spent no time on at all, mm. <laughs> just they always end up just popping off. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's just completely different. It's like I remember when we first started working, our game aim of the game was to just have a really aesthetically pleasing feed. Like yes. you wanted to go on Instagram, look at the feed and be like, wow, this looks really yeah, good. Vanessa and I took <laughs> a lot of pride in how the EE Instagram was yeah. looking yeah. like as a whole on yeah. the grid. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, nah. that, <laughs> we quickly found out that yeah. that – well, I mean, that did work. It, no, but it, it worked at it, the time. It's changed somewhere somewhere in the middle. It's completely changed. And now uh, I don't like I don't want to look at the ins- yeah. our Instagram grid because it still makes me like it's not aesthetically pleasing, yeah. but it doesn't matter because yeah. the kind of content that we're uploading does really well. And I think we've done a good job in finding that mix between really polished yeah. um, content that really shows off the product and any like technical features of the product or anything that we really want our audience to see in like more of a professional um, kind of camera way and those unpolished videos yeah. that um, just they, – they just do so well. I know. <laughs> and I think there will always be room for that polished like uh, like that polished sort of videography and oh, photography because, you know, you've got your website, you've got EDMs, you've got all of that stuff. So I think yeah. there will always be a space for that but with social media in particular – it comes back to that same thing that we just said. Consumers and customers know. Like yeah. it's a very saturated market. Like e-com like has just exploded in the last few years. So mm-hmm. there's online brands coming up everywhere. Yeah. So what people want to see now is less of the polished sort of, oh, yeah, okay, another product, another drop, but more of like what's going on behind the scenes. Yes. Like let's get to know the people behind the brand Yeah. so that people can relate to the brand and then – in turn, that's what's getting your conversions Absolutely. because people are wanting to invest in a brand that they know and love and can see the bigger picture or see their values or see what, yeah. you know what I mean? And this works out really well for us and I think everyone in the office too because we've kind of tried to really show the behind the scenes yeah. of EE and really get everyone involved. So like the pickpackers, like they're not just pickpacking, like we're having fun. <laughs> yeah. Like if they want to go take content – yeah, like random content they can or like we'll get them involved in our content yeah. all the time um, just to kind of show all aspects of the brand, not just. Well, you know what's yeah. really cool as well? Like we kind of give, uh, you know, obviously people are here and have their particular roles. But yeah. A lot of um, our employees have hobbies or like things they're really good at that yeah. not might not necessarily show in their everyday tasks. So exactly. So I might prime example that I'm thinking of right now is Bert. We've yeah. got Bert who works in our warehouse, but he's a really good dancer. He's such a good dancer. <laughs> he's a really good he's dancer. Amazing. And like, it's really cool that we get to give him an opportunity to kind of show that yeah. off through our TikToks and our, you know, yeah. he always is down to do like a trending TikTok yeah. when he's dancing or trying to teach people his dances. Yeah, he's the That's best. really cool. Like, it's so cool. It's cool that we can give these people an opportunity yeah. to show off more than just what they're doing day yeah, to day. absolutely. And then people can see sort of who, who who's behind the brand, like who's sort of working with us and yeah, I, I think, think that's it's really, really cool. It's, it's so cool. Um, It's funny because like when we first started, Ben and Lizzie who are like, Surely if you've listened to the yeah. last few podcasts, you know, but in case you don't, Ben and Lizzie are the co-founders of Elite 11, also our partners. And like um, they were very anti getting on the camera and showing their faces yeah. um, on anything. Yeah. And P and I were like, guys, you have to you do You need it. to do this. Like P's this is the way of the future. behind yeah. the brand. They want to see who's, who's created the yeah, brand. exactly. And the people want to know the journey and sort yes. of want to know 
you know, the, yeah. the growth of the business. And um, obviously we've <laughs> we've uh, convinced them enough now because they've got their own podcast. Yeah. They're kind of being more open to getting on the camera and getting on yeah. the TikToks and stuff. But uh, if you are a brand, yeah, I I think the biggest or the most important thing right now is really jumping on and showing behind the scenes. I see so many startups now just doing like very little things like day in my life, yeah. you know, pickpacking orders or whatever. Yeah, and that's yeah. really cool to it's see. It's so engaging. Like yes. It's so much more engaging yes. than just watching someone walk around <laughs> in an Elite 11 outfit. Yeah. Like actually seeing what goes on behind the scenes, like how we pack orders, how we pick orders, mm-hmm. like our weekly meetings, yeah. whatever, behind yeah. the scenes of events, like what it takes to create an event. Like that's the kind of stuff that people want to see. It's the most engaging. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, we get to have a lot of fun doing it because yeah. it's it's good because we have our videographers who, um, as I said, like work really hard, but it's kind of cool that even if you're not a videographer, yeah. you can still like have the opportunity to go and take content and then have that uploaded and it will, like it could blow up. Yeah. Like just completely random. Yeah. Like well, even of, if yeah. you look at our, um, like our own TikToks or Reels, right, yeah. you can see instantly just by the views and the level of engagement, what's sort yeah. of doing well and what's not. Yeah. And like for prime example, one that we just did was the Easter egg. Yeah. The, the Easter egg guess, challenge. Guess the amount of Easter eggs in the jar. Like that was just a, I just like, I. the reason I thought of that was I went to Pilates that morning and they had the jar, they had that game and I was yeah. like, oh, that would be fun. fun. So I just quickly went and bought some Easter eggs and then it was just like, so unpolished. Yeah. So oh, P made this TikTok oh within God. like five minutes. It, took, it was so quick. I walked in and I just, I handed the jar to everyone and I was just like, guess how many eggs? Yeah. And that, it, that TikTok popped off and then it was also like a really fun time for yeah. everyone else. Like we made it into such a fun game. And people loved it. Yeah. Like that got so much more views yeah. and, uh, you know, the level of engagement compared to like, you yeah. know, maybe just Because people product. like to see real, yeah. real yeah. stuff. Yeah. Again, you're, you're yeah. not being sold to. We're not trying to sell to you in that yeah. video at all. No, like, it was just the, a bit of fun. No, the clothes don't look good in that video. <laughs> the lighting's off. Like nothing looks right. There are probably some people not even wearing EE in the yeah. video. But we're not selling no, a we're product. we're not trying to sell we're, a product. We're, we're, just, we're just trying to show behind the brand. Yeah. Which, yeah, we'll. You guys seem to love that and we have so much fun doing well, that stuff as well. even me when I scroll through TikTok, like I'd rather watch that than, than anything else. And I yeah. would say if you are a brand and you're not sort of doing that, that I think you will fall behind because yeah. this is just what it is now. And if you're not willing to adapt or you're not willing to make the changes as they're happening, you will fall behind yeah. because, this yeah. Is, yeah. This is so important. This is the social it's, media world. It's it a social is. media game. It is, but it's good. <laughs> Trying like, to keep up. I just feel like it's only getting more fun. It is. Like um, at the start we probably thought it was challenging. Yeah. Um, seeing how much it changed and so quickly. Yeah. But now we kind of know how to adapt. Yep. And we just have fun with it. Exactly just roll right. With the punches. Exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. And like sort of showing behind the brand just comes back to, um, you know, creating that community again. Yeah. We want people to connect with the people that are working here. Like we want our customers mm-hmm. to be able to connect. And I guess one of the biggest things that we did to sort of amp that up a bit was create our Facebook group. Yeah. Elite 11 fam. Our Facebook group is a very fun time. <laughs> tell tell everyone the story about how. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> obviously a few other um, brands in the same space had done this. And this was very early on when Vanessa and I started and we were like, oh, we have to do this. Like this looks so fun. Um, 
this is awesome. So for some reason, we thought that we'd have to get this approved by Ben yeah. and Lizzie. We thought it would be a hard task. So we made this um, little PowerPoint <laughs> presentation. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh. And then we sat in this very room that we're filming in. We yep. sat them down and we stood up. We projected it on the screen. Yep. And uh, we went through our, <laughs> our reasons for wanting to create the group. We we even put projected uh follow it or what are they called yeah 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 followers um, to like members yeah members member of count. the group like like in six Our months we'll have growth. This, yeah <laughs> predicted growth of members um potential names yeah we had it we had it all ready to go all yeah. things that we could be posting in there yeah um yeah it got approved yeah I don't know why we sat- <laughs> no I I think this was a time when Vanessa and I still didn't really know we're, what we were doing we were trying in this to find job. stuff to do around yeah. the office so we're like oh we'll make a PowerPoint presentation this must have been a quiet time like in yeah. January or something yeah yeah it would have been would have um been. but yeah we got it approved we made Elite 11 Fam and that is just uh just another way for us to really engage with our customers and not just us like yep. Everyone else in the office is in it. They're all, they've all got their special little badges on what they're experts in. Even so our influencers our and ambassadors influences. are part of it. Yeah. So it's sort of like a place where we can connect all, like it's like a triangle. We've got our customers, we've got our employees and yeah. we've got our influencers and ambassadors that represent yeah. the brand. And this platform was a really good way to sort of connect us all together yeah. with some, like obviously everybody has a similar interest, like Mm-hmm. We all love the brand. Well, you'd yeah. hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'd hope that's why people are joining. But it's like we, like EE is the core and then yeah. we've got this platform to connect all three sort of groups of people, which that's is a, really that's cool. That's a nice way of putting it. Isn't it is it? a little triangle <laughs> and is. we are all really connected and yeah. I think that's really important. So like on Elite 11 Fan, we just really try and get our community involved in all aspects of the brand mm-hmm. because we want them to feel like they are a part of the, the brand as well. Like it's journey. not just the employees. Correct. It's um it's everyone. We love to post little sneak peeks in there. Yep. We do giveaways. Yep. We ask for opinions on colours that we may be launching. Like we just the design suggestions. Yeah, like the registered hoodies that we just launched. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we we released pink because of how many people in Elite Eleven Fam told us we want a pink hoodie. Yeah. And when we released these, the pink hoodie went absolutely wild. <laughs> yeah. Like we've it's never sold out. It's sold out. No. It's sold out. It's sold been, out in a week. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So we've and never we've, had a launch where no. like black, yes, like yes. a black product was not the, the biggest seller. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> pink absolutely destroyed black that in this never launch. Happens. It's never happened before. <laughs> and even like black was second, but then yeah. the third was red, which is another pr- another colour that people were on Elite 11 Fam were asking mm. us to do, like do pink, do red. Mm. And those two colours, thanks to Elite 11 Fam, they were made and they they went absolutely wild. And people loved it's them. It's just incredible, I feel, giving um, our customers the opportunity to be a part of that process because yeah. like imagine you were the person that or you were one of the people that suggested pink and yeah. then we made it. Yeah. Like how good would that feel as a customer? Such a good feeling. And being able to like, yeah, bring them in and and help with the decision-making side of things, like that's really cool. Yeah, and we really value everyone's opinions too because mm. at the end of the day they're the ones buying the product. Like yep. we're not buying the product. Um, you know, it's, it's really nice not to only get like, oh, I really like that, but also to get – uh, opinions where it's like, oh, I, I I don't like that so much. Like maybe that logo should be moved there. That kind of stuff mm. helps us so much. It shows us what the people who are actually buying the products mm. want from the products, right. which is just the most important thing. Yeah. Um, it's a no brainer. 
Yeah. It's yeah, we, we love we love interacting yeah. and engaging with our customers through there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's even great. got it to the point now where so our team is kind of growing. Mm-hmm. Um we're starting to hire some more people. Instead of putting up seek ads, which is what we used to do, now we're just putting up a direct uh application form or whatever to EE fam because Oh, the applicants yeah. that we're getting now are, are people that genuinely do love the brand. The difference brands. is amazing. Yeah. Like Vanessa and I have been doing a few interviews for mm. a role that's upcoming. Yeah. And they're all wearing EE yeah. in their interviews. Yeah. <laughs> they all know, obviously, about yeah. Elite 11 Fam and like what we're trying to do here. They all understand that we, like our we values. are really tr- like our values and how much we want to involve the community. Yeah. Like they know they're coming into these interviews and applying for these jobs. Like I know what this is all about and yeah. I want to be a part of it too, which is just, it's so cool. Makes such a you're difference. You're not just getting random people who just want a customer service job. Like you're getting you're getting people that really do love the brand, yeah. which is so important to us because everyone that works here, they all love the brand. Yeah. And we're all a little family and it's, yeah, it's just really cool to. It's made the process a lot smoother as well. So because smooth. it's um Well, actually more difficult in a sense because we wish we could hire <laughs> yeah, all these it people. Actually but, is hard. <laughs> but like a lot smoother in the sense that we're not having to filter through so many people because yeah. all of these people are showing genuine interest in the brand and yeah. they're the types of people that we want to come, to come in. Definitely. So it's just so cool. Like It's awesome. Social media is just, has Obviously, it's got its cons, but has so many pros, and and being able to connect with people in this way is definitely the, one of the biggest pros. It's because the biggest pro. Like, it's so important. Even you and I are just commenting or responding to people like from our personal accounts, and that's really like that's really cool. That's yeah. really personable, and like yeah. I love it. I love it so much. We I have so much talk- fun. Yeah, we, we have, have so much fun. So much fun. These are just the kinds of things that make our job not feel like a job. Yeah, like we just get to talk to people. All, all day. day. It's yeah. just all day. fun. It's and so make fun. crazy TikToks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're oh, very lucky. We're very we lucky. Are. But um, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, that's kind of how the, the influencer, the content space yeah. has changed throughout the three years that we've been, been doing this. Yeah. Um, it's definitely been crazy changes. But yeah. yeah, as we said, like one of the most important things is being able to show that authenticity and being mm. being able to show behind the brand and then yeah. it, engaging with your community is yeah, just so important. super important and we found that really, really helpful for us. Um, and just and yeah, adapting just to it. change. Adapting like, to change you know, is so important. Um, obviously we've touched on the way that influencing marketing is changing. Yeah. You sort of just have to adapt to that. Um, you know, find people that really align with with your brand Definitely. and to work with. And, find and people, people that actually want to work yeah, with you, and that pe- actually love yeah, the brand. And people that you can build long-term partnerships. Like yeah. P and I are so lucky in that we really have created uh, relationships with people outside of the yeah. work, if that makes sense. Like yeah. we've caught up with a couple of our ambassadors or influencers outside of yeah, work just we to have. catch up. Yeah, just, just to build not, that not even to talk about not no. to talk about work. Just yeah, to take them out and say yeah. like, thank you for being a part yeah. of the journey. Um, so yeah, and the really cool the yeah. cool thing is that like they they really understand the values mm. and they, they really resonate with them. Yeah, um, and that's why we've chosen to work yeah. with them. And that's so that's pretty much all there is to it. Yeah, find find people that yeah want to work with you that you want to work with that represent the brand. You know. Um, be stupid on TikTok and create those you yeah. know, silly videos Honestly, that people want to see. If you think it's stupid, yeah. you're going in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> the, the if you feel stupid, embarrassed the better. to put it up, yep. that means you're on the right yep. track. <laughs> <laughs> 
so that's yeah, the main thing. That's it. Like our roles, as we said, are always changing and yeah. social media is definitely always changing. So Absolutely. just be willing to adapt to it. And I'm sure next year if we do this episode again, things oh, will have things all changed, changed again and there's probably going to be a different app yep. that we have to like. I know. I think that's coming. TikTok didn't even exist a few years <laughs> no, ago. Now and TikTok's like the biggest mm, way to. I know. Sort of. It's wild. <laughs> it, it'll be interesting if we do this again. We should yeah. actually just we to should. show the changes because I, I should can guarantee. I should put on my calendar yeah. one year time yeah. and we can do like a comparison. I can we guarantee like it'll change. Oh my God, we should. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. All right. Well, that's I think about we can it. Wrap this up. Yeah. If you've got any questions about, like, I don't know, social media or other, you know, just anything, yeah, reach out. Cause reach out on the Elite Eleven Podcast Instagram. Yeah. We'd love to answer yeah. all of your questions. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank we hope you. you enjoyed that episode, and we'll be in your ears again soon. Bye. <laughs> Bye.